Welcome to the Art of Grateful Leadership podcast. I'm Judy Umless, creator of the Center for Grateful Leadership and the author of three books based on the Power of Acknowledgement Behavioral Change Model. I want to welcome you today to an unusual format for our podcast. I've been lucky enough to uh, have Tom Cagley, who's the host of the Software Process and Measurement Cast, or Spamcast, give us a segment with uh, Susan Parente in which he interviews her about grateful leadership. I love seeing how other people speak about grateful leadership, those who really take it to heart. And Susan Parente, who's PMP and CSM and CSPO, is also a certified professional in grateful leadership, level one, which means she can teach a one-hour grateful leadership course anywhere in the world. So sit back and enjoy Susan Parente and Tom Cagley as they discuss how grateful leadership fits into the agile methodology. And I just love it. I hope you will as well. Susan Parente, thank you for bringing your wonderful I'm Not a Scrum Dementalist column to the Software Process and Measurement Cast. Hi, Tom. It's always great to be here. Thank you, and I uh, hope you're having a good day. You know, I am, and it's, uh, well, any day that I actually get to talk to really smart people, and, and even better, multiple really smart people before 9 o'clock in the morning, it, it, how, I don't know how you can do better. Susan, today, let's start with the whole idea of grateful servant leadership. And before we dive into that, are those two separate things? Are they one thing all joined up? Well, I've sort of coined the phrase the grateful servant agile leader, which is a little bit, it's a little bit lengthy, but, um, but we'll, we'll say the grateful agile leader. And where the servant leadership comes in is that we we know about servant leadership through agile we know that the agile practices and principles are well supported by a servant leadership style as opposed to a more directive or delegative style and when i first heard about grateful leadership i saw right away how it married servant leadership and grateful leadership is all about acknowledgement about having gratitude for the people we work with and the people that we work for, for our customers. And it's interesting, I actually have a quote for you. So I don't know if you know, uh, Robert Greenleaf is the founder of Servant Leadership. um, And it it goes back many, many years. Uh, Robert Greenleaf is no longer with us. but, But this quote is actually from Don Frick, who's the author of an authorized biography of Robert Greenleaf which was called A Life of Servant Leadership. And he said about the founder of Grateful Leadership, um, this woman, uh, Judith Omas, that like her, Robert Greenleaf knew that you cannot build community, much less earn trust, without acknowledging colleagues, expressing gratitude, and offering recognition. If Greenleaf was alive today, I believe he would say that you cannot be a servant leader without being a grateful leader. And so that's where I came up with the grateful servant leader. And I've, I've also sort of coined it the grateful agile leader. But what I want to 
emphasize and what I'm trying to bring into the community of agile practitioners is not only being a servant leader, but also being a grateful leader. This is this is not a leadership choice where you have to pick one. Um, these are both these are both ways that we can be a leader and do agile and not step on the practices and principles of agile regardless of which method we're using and have a leadership style to lean on because um, when when a lot of people transition from traditional project management to agile the only leadership style they're taught is servant leadership and in traditional project management you have delegative or directive you have participative you have um I don't know, there's a few few other styles. Well, laissez-faire, of course, which, which actually is more like what you would do with Agile. But I don't even like to tell people, you know, the, the leadership style in, in Agile is laissez-faire because it really isn't. To me, it's about everyone on the team is a leader. It's, it's not that the leader of the team says, go do whatever you want, because it's really about a self-organized team. So everyone should be in a leadership role rather than traditional project management where the emphasis is PM being in a leadership role and the team being being the followers of that leader. So how does the idea of the grateful leadership style then translate into a, an agile team that's self-directed, people pass, pass around the leadership mantle? Well, I think there's a few great places to use it. You know, basically in daily work, you know, just approaching things with gratitude, with gratefulness. We all know that honey catches more flies than vinegar, right? So so if we can approach people with that positive attitude and, and it being displayed by acknowledging other people, by being grateful for what they do, and... I don't mean just saying thank you, but I'll give you an example. So, Tom, I am extremely grateful for the passion you have for Agile, the passion you have for professionals, that you put together this podcast. You find these great people, which I am so proud and honored to be one of them, and and do this for people on a regular basis so that you can further our knowledge you do so in a way that's that's free to listeners. It's valuable to them. It's accessible to them as they drive to work or they do whatever they have to do throughout the day. And I just want to acknowledge you for doing that for our profession, for me personally, and for our colleagues. So, wow. yeah, that's not like thank you, right? Yeah, no, it isn't. And I, and I, and I meant that deeply. And no, that's I understand. With, with that, you really, I mean, I made it up right now as I'm talking to you, but that's how I feel. And I just never said it to you. But that, you know, and so for me, I'm a very left brain person. It's a constant reminder to stop and say that thing that I'm thinking inside, but I just never, I never took that time to say to you. Many of us, I think, are, well, left brain people or, or at least aren't effusive with, you know, how we interact with our colleagues. Is this something that, well, I'm not sure that I've ever heard someone act that way or have those kind of conversations in a team 
is this something we have to teach people? Is this something that it's obviously not innate, I don't think, but or maybe it is innate. Um, you know, it's funny. I think as children, you know, uh, children are more innately grateful about things. Maybe they're not as articulate. But then I think as we get older, there's a little bit of like embarrassment. It takes a little bit of vulnerability to express that. Like, what if it's not well received? The other thing, I was actually just uh, listening to somebody's presentation yesterday about gratitude and incorporating gratitude. It was actually, I was on a, a monthly meeting. It's a Center for Grateful Leadership. Uh, you can get on that site and you can actually see when their meetings are. You can become a member for free. Um, and, and there's a lot of material information. And, and the, the, the best thing is the monthly meetings because there's all these different speakers coming from different industries. Um, and I've spoken there, too, about Agile and incorporating grateful leadership. So it's neat to, to talk about it here. So he was saying one of the things that stops people is, oh, well, you know, do we really have to acknowledge people or thank you, like thank them? Like, can't you do that too much? Like, there's a fear, like, if I thank you too much, it'll be old. Or like, go to your head? Yeah, it might go to your head or it might just get like, like, it, it, it's the nuance of it. Like, we need to keep it like this shiny diamond that like every now and then you get, but not all the time. Like, you can overflow people on it and then they get numb to it. I don't think anybody ever died from being too much gratitude expressed to them. Like, I, I don't think it's going to cause that kind of pain. But it's just funny that we that we go there like, oh, we don't want to overdo it. Or you don't want to like thank somebody all the time and then they won't be motivated to work. We need to instead dangle the carrot in front of them. So that's definitely a concern and attitude that, that people have around it. And then the others a vulnerability. Practically, though, I want to kind of answer this separate part of your question. Like, practically, how do you do this? Example, in the retrospective, uh, the, the team members are looking at what they did well and what could be improved. You can use grateful leadership, this expression of gratitude, this power of acknowledgement, so that you can acknowledge people for what they did well, right? Because it's not all, it's not a postmortem. We don't call the retrospective a postmortem on purpose because that seems negative and blaming and all those bad things that that we would do at the end of projects. Instead, this is at the end of an iteration and we can say, hey, what did we do well? And really acknowledge people, not just say thank you. And I, I am a person, my, my mom kind of raised me to say thank you all the time. And I know it's my mom because my dad's really bad at it. <laughs> As I've gotten older, and I was like, geez, my dad doesn't think, say thank you a lot. But my mom will say thank you probably three times just because she wants to make sure she didn't forget to say thank you. And and that's great. And I do say thank you. I, I, I am appreciative. But it's not the same as acknowledging. And, and that's what I think is really powerful about it. Um, and actually, I'm glad for this conversation. It gave me an opportunity to, to acknowledge you. And I've I, that's probably been there for a while that I feel that way and I never expressed it just because it it's just the timing never came up you know but but that's um it's a really powerful thing to do and when, when people are doing things to help you to help others and I mean obviously they're they're doing it because they want to make a difference but being noticed for making that difference is is extremely motivational so so those are 
those are some of the, the ways that I think people can incorporate it. And actually, I think it is quite natural after you get yourself in the habit. I think it's a habit thing that um, that's why I like adding it to the retrospective. I also think it'd be great to have in the sprint or iteration review to actually acknowledge the client. You know, with Agile, you know, we're engaged with the customer so much, you know, and, and they we're to take a moment to recognize and acknowledge that how valuable that is to us as the team who's doing the work, that the customer actually gives their time, gives their energy, gives their focus on a regular basis to make sure we have everything we need so that we can give them value. That's, that's a partnership. It's not, it's not something to be taken lightly because I know from traditional project management, I've had customers give me something and say, okay, let us know how it's going. Send us a report every week and we'll see it in three or four months from now or a year from now. Like they, they don't want to be involved on a regular basis sometimes because they don't have the time to be involved. So to me, just acknowledging what they're doing to help us so we can help them, it, it's really valuable. So Susan, this whole idea of the grateful leadership style whether or not we do couple it with servant leadership. It sounds very powerful. If people wanted to continue the conversation with you on this topic, how would they go about doing that? Well, you can email me at parente, P-A-R-E-N-T-E, at S's and Sam, the number three, hyphen tec.com, or you can find me under Susan Parente on LinkedIn. I'd be happy to talk about anything around grateful leadership, servant leadership, or anything in Agile, and I would love to hear from you. Super. Susan, until next month, thank you for bringing your wonderful I'm Not a Scrum Dementalist column to the software process, a measurement cast. Thank you, Tom. And by the way, I have had like, I'd say maybe five people that have told me I I listened to your podcast and they, they went and found me on LinkedIn and they did connect with me. Wicked, so that's awesome. wicked, wicked, wicked. Well, thank you, Tom, and thank you, Susan. That was just so delicious. That's the best word I can find to describe how I feel. I guess I feel like the proud mama because you two really took it and ran with it and got into it on such a deep level. I'm so proud and so grateful to both of you. And I hope everyone uh, listening to the podcast has enjoyed it as well. And send a note to Susan, and she'll help you find Tom uh, to thank him as well. And there are two other parts to that grateful leadership uh, uh, excerpt, again, from their series. So I may just see if I can get a hold of those as well. So the reason, really, why I uh, wanted to share this with you is that it's a brilliant example of taking grateful leadership and incorporating it into your world. And I have another wonderful example. Um, Catherine R. Kest, a certified uh, professional in grateful leadership level two, which means she can teach the full day grateful leadership course. As uh, the district leader for Toastmasters District 56, in Texas, actually took the power of acknowledgement as the theme for her district for an entire year. And everybody was engaged in it and involved in it. And I just thought that was such an amazing use 
of this behavioral change model. So I invite you to share your ideas with me about what you can do or just tell me what you've already done. I love it. And uh, I think this is the way that we can really change the world by incorporating this work into your own work and to your own lives in whatever aspect of it you can do that. And I'm here to brainstorm and uh, coach whenever you'd like to do it. So you can always reach out to me at judy.umlas, U-M-L-A-S, at I-I-L.com. And please remember that if you want to join the Center for Grateful Leadership, which Susan spoke about in such a positive way, you can go to www.gratefulleadership.com. And remember that admission is free, but the experience is priceless. So I want to just close this by saying I'm grateful to you. Thank you for listening. And please remember to acknowledge someone or many someones each and every day. Until the next time, and I'm Judy Umless.